0: Good morning. We um, we ended yesterday on Bo talking about the tefillin which Hakadosh uh, Baruch wears, as we mentioned yesterday, not to be taken too literally, but the same idea, tefillin Kav Yochel Hakadosh Baruch Hu wears. And um, we ended off with two questions. Number one, the pasuk from which we dashen that Hakadosh Baruch Hu wears tefillin is the prospect that says Uv'izraya uzo, Uv'izraya uzo. And uh, the Gemara proves that ois, the word ois refers to refers to the Um But more, because pro- it brings the pasuk, and the peoples of the land shall see that the name of Hashem is declared upon you, and they will you. And uh, Rabbi Yitzchak Gobel says, these refer to the tefillin Shabarosh. The reish, which Rashi says, why the tefillin why are the Tfinishabarosh the things the the in which the, the tfilo, which the uh, Goyim will be um, will be afraid of? Rashi well, says because the Tfiloshabarosh it has the majority the majority of our Baruch Hu's name Shakai um, on the Tfinishaboresh. The shin on the, the two shins on the side the, either side of the uh, bias, on top of the head. And then you've got the um dalit it forms at the back of the ritzuah, the back of the strap, um, at the back of the head, and if you have two dalas, different in an argument, exactly how you do it, but there's a, one, sorry, one dalad there, but um, the, the main point is, you have the dalas and the shinda. As for the yud, the yud is taka, it's a little, um, it's the ritzuah, it's a knot from the um Yad, but the majority is on the Tzvidoshal Rosh, and therefore that's what, um, that's what evokes this fear in the nations when they see the Tzvidoshal Rosh. Tostas argues, I'm not going to go through the toast, but the, the Tosis argues and he says they say no, because the Ratzuah don't have any Kedusha, we see this, the same opinion of Rashi appears later on again Rashi still maintains the Ratzuah are to be reckoned with but Tosas says therefore the reason why the Tzvidosh Shabarosh more than the Tzvidosh Shabayad, is because the Tzvidosh Shabarosh is there to be seen, the Tzvidosh Shabarosh. we don't cover the Tzvidosh Shabarosh. it's there on the top of the head and therefore, the tefillah shel thats what the goyim, that's what the nations will see—and therefore, that's what's going to evoke this fear in them. Either way, whether you go like Rashi, it's because of the majority of the name Shakai, which is on the tefillah shel rosh, or whether you go like Tosfos, it's because the tefillah shel is up there to be seen. Either way, the tefillah shel is the Yoru'ul umim that evokes this fear in the nations. That our might. So says the Gemara. Therefore, you see that the tefillin is. Referred to as oh, it's the idea of might, it's the idea of uh, strength. So, therefore, so too when it says, Uvizreya uzoi, that our Kodesh foruch who wears the, uh, he's got Uvizreya uzoi, that refers to the Tfiddim. So, we ended up with one question yesterday, which is, surely, Uvizreya uzoi, we've, we've only proven that the Tfiddim Shal Rosh, the Tfiddim Shal Rosh, has this power. Uvizreya uzoi, surely, is talking about the Tfiddim Shal Yah, Uvizreya Israel is t- talking about the Zareya, talking about the arm. That's one question. The other question is, why does it say, when Rabbi Ezra Godel says, they will see the in upon you, and they will see you, it says, eil tefillin she borosh. These are the tefillin that are in the head. Surely it should say the tefillin she or the tefillin she alorosh. Why tefillin she borosh? Let's go a little further in the Gemara, and the it's Hashem, will be able to answer, we'll try to answer both these questions. Rav Nachman is, to three lines up in the middle-sized lines. O'malei Ravmatman by Yitzchak said <siguem> to Ravchiyo Barovin, These <Gathering> tefillin of the Rabbeinu Shilohim, what's written in there? We know in our tefillin we've got the four parashies, Shema, Behoiom Shamoya, Kadesh, and Behoiom Yiviyachim. But in the tefillin of Hashem, what's written there? So Amalei he replied. Um, that's the first parsha. Didn't get much further yet, but he said, "And who is like you, uh, Yisrael, one nation in the in the in the uh, land?" That parsha, those spoken there. That's written in the Tzvinishel Rosh of our Kodesh Baruch. Uh, it's written uh, that's it actually to the Tzvinishel Rosh of our Kodesh Of After the Gemara, who um, Mimi Mishtabeh Kudsho B'richo B'Shivol Chayu di Yisrael, does our Kodesh Baruch who really take praise. Uh, take such a um, value so much, the praise of Yisrael, that Hashem should wear in, in His filling Wow, I've got two is like you. you we can understand, we want to sing about Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Elekin, Hashem we can understand that. But why would our Kodesh Boruch want to sing, sort of say, look at me, I've got a nation such as Krali, it seems a little surprising. Says the Gemara, yes, in? yes. Because it writes, Hashem Rashi says, "Hematz is an expression of Yesh is an expression of valuing or praising. You have praised, you have valued our Chodesh Parukh today. That Hashem has and Hashem in turn has valued you. He has praised you today. That means to say that our Chodesh Parukh says to Klal make me into literally a good portion in the world.'" Khatiba Akha a single good portion in the world. Daani esaskam I'm going to do I'm going to do the same for you. I'm going to make you into Khatiba Akha a special um place in my heart, Khabiakal, in the world. How do you where where do we make Hashem into sort of single out in the world? Shanem as it says, Shema Yisrael, listen Yah'el, Hashem al Kenu, Hashem Echot. Hashem is the one and only. Ainod Madabaz. We single like Aqurashproch out and we say, really, there is nothing but Akkodishporh. I will make you into a special portion in the world. I will sing you out. Shenem as it says, We wear an outfit in Shema Yusah Hashem Hashemat, and our Khosh Borkhu Kabyok wears in his fitting this who is like you, one nation in the in the land. Amalira the so that's fine, you've answered me what's in one vice. We know in the Philosoph, you've got four compartments. So you've dealt with one compartment. what's in the other three compartments? So Amalisi said to him, Kimigai It's going through the various parashiers. that's two separate parashias. Or two separate, uh, it seems it's more dealing with Pesukim here. Um, that is, we've got two plus the original one, that's three so far Okay? Uh, this is came in, in, uh, I think it's, uh, like is it going to the first time, I don't know, it's still the no? Yeah, 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 Well, no. So the yeah, well, no, but uh, yeah, so Kimi-gai-gadol and And then you've got Ashrechah Yisrael Which, uh, obviously is much further on, it's the end of the state of Dvorim that's uh happy are you, Israel. That's another that's four together now. Right? We got uh, we had originally um what was the first one? Um Where's it gone? Umika m say. You got Kimi go umi umigo godel, etc. Hashrafa Yisrael. that's four. Ayyah Hashem, basically again stressing the idea that Hashem Uh Sayyakim. The Bakodish Borough says, come once again to single you out from all other nations, that's number five. Well and we've actually got number six now, six psukim, um that Hashem has made you up and above all the nations of the world, I'll call I'll call Al He set you apart. So ask tomorrow, well obviously if so, you've just given me six psukim you've got more compartments when you need more compartments than four Errol rather says to Gomorrah number two and three that goes in one compartment why? because they're similar they really follow one another in the Torah as well they're, they're similar that goes together that goes in one compartment Happy are you, Yisrael, and who is like you, Yisrael, feel also go in one compartment. So that's, we've dealt with four parachutes in two compartments. Four sukkim, sorry, in two compartments. And Oyan so Yisrael Akim, Bechad Vesa, that Potsukah, Hashem has come and has, has he done such things to any other nation, so that is Bechad Vesa, that's in the third compartment. But the Tisicha Elyon, Bechad Vesa, and finally, the particle and the Elyon is in the fourth compartment. says the Gemara, top of Bob on the base, all of them are written in the Shalyad as well. Just like with us, we have all the four parashites written on one big parchment in the shadiyat So too, in his Tefillah Shalyad, he has all the, all the six psaltings, they're all written on one piece of parchment. Now, obviously, when talking about the Tefillah here, there's great, great soydas, the has got peaceful ideas here, what I want to share with you is an idea of the Rush it's which is it's one of my favourites, really, uh, if I could say such a thing. It explains so many beautiful ideas and uh, it will answer up the questions we've had. Let me start by telling, telling over a story which I uh, said I think many people may have heard. It's com- commonly um, connected to the Vilna Ghan, different versions of the story, but the basic idea goes like this The Vilna Ghan was once staying in, a, in an inn and um, one morning he was davening in his room and the innkeeper was davening in his room and all of a sudden the vilna hears shouts screaming he opens the door and he sees the innkeeper being attacked all of a sudden the attackers the bandits look up they see the vilna and they flee in. they either faint they flee in, and, and just like that so the innkeeper says what do you do to them do you cast some spell what do you do so he said it's Kamora." And all the nations of the land will see that the name of Hashem is declared upon you. The will fear they saw my tefillin. So then he said, "I don't understand that I was also wearing tefillin." He said, "Yeah, but you didn't read the Gemara. It doesn't say These are tefillin of the head. It doesn't even say These are the tefillin on the head. It says The tefillin which are inside the head." said, the Vilna gone. the message is not enough to wear black boxes. They will fear somebody who's internalized the message of the Tzvinn. The Tzvinn are Borosh, they're inside the head. That's who they're going to fear. So what is the message of the Tzvinn? What is this message which we're supposed to be internalizing? And if we internalize this message, the nations are going to fear us. What is this message? As I said, the Russian says a lot of what the Rashi says there is more going to the esoteric. There's at least a few nakhtes we can take out. He says, why is it that the Tzedashel Rosh has four compartments and the Tzedashel Yad has one compartment? He says, the Tzedashel Rosh represents the four directions of the world. East, north, east, west, west, north and south. The four directions of the world. He says, the Rashba, this is the Goddess, not in Rashba, the Chedushah, the Goddess. He says, that that encompasses all the koshes in the world. The sun. The moon, the human being, everything which exists in the world is encompassed in the Tfidel Shal Rosh. The Tfidel Shal Yad has one compartment because that represents the single hand of our Kodesh Porakhu, Eino's Medabadah. The single hand of our shen, the oneness of our shen is concealed from us. The Tfidel Shal Yad is, we wear it with the halakhakli, it's literally got to be covered, but we wear it on the arm, it's covered. That's because the Yad of Hashem is concealed. Except in Mitzrayim, when Hashem reveals His hand, normally the, the sort of the Hashem is behind the scenes. You don't see the hand of Hashem. You don't see that oneness. So how are we supposed to identify HaTar Esh The answer is, by looking at the Tzfidah al When you look at those four compartments, you look at everything that exists in the world, you look at the sun, the way it rises every single morning so precisely, and it sets, and we know all the... Science and everything, the wonders of the world, when you look at that, you realise there must be a hand behind the scenes pulling those strings. We identify the Yad of Hashem by looking at the shell rosh. The Shol rosh is the lens through which we see the hand of Hashem. Says the Rashba, that's Pshat, perhaps, perhaps on a, in a homiletic sense you've got, the Chulhu Kassive All the parashies of the Shol rosh are written on the Shaliyah what that means is every kayak in the world everything that exists in the Shal Rosh every kayak you witness in the world it all comes from the hands of Hashem it's all Hashem's the one putting those strings says the Rashford that's why you'll notice think about it when you put on your tefillin even if you were to take out by mistake we mentioned um, no we wasn't here that that if you take out, what's the alofa? Normally we say, imal virin If you take out your tefillin before your, your uh, talis, obviously normally we put on our talis first and then the tefillin. What if you took out your tefillin first? The alofa is, you put out, sorry, you took out your tefillin before your talis, you put on your tefillin. You don't pass over mitzvah. There's one big exception to that and that is, if you take out your tefillin or shell roish before your tefillin or yad, it's a bad mistake to make. It's a bad mistake to make, and I'll mention it at this point. A halacha, which I think is so, so, so few people realize this halacha. And that is, the Zabach, I think the of brings it, and that is, you're not supposed to take off your Tfilah Shal-Rosh, uh, sorry, your Tzfilah Shal-Yad. You're not supposed to take off your Tzfilah Shal-Yad until you've already put away your Tzfilah Shal-Rosh. Now, this is especially, especially pertinent when it comes to on Chodesh, people are quick, quick, quick because you know the cousins you're supposed to start with the Khazan, which is 100 you're supposed to. But therefore, you, people take off both of them, leave them lying there, and they'll put them away later. It's not correct. Because the reason is, we're worried, you've got them both lying there, you may pick up, you're talking to somebody, naturally you'll just pick up whichever one comes to hand first, you'll do it up, and automatically, you don't even think about it where you put your you automatically put, let's say, your fiddle shell. Roche goes on the right-hand side. Whatever one you pick up first, you'll just put in the right-hand side of your bag. The truth is, the Bach is actually talking about, you know, the people have like a flaw. One goes on top of that. That's definitely going to be more of a problem because you'll take out the first one. But it seems it shouldn't make a difference because the problem is the next morning, automatically, your hand goes to, let's say, the left-hand side. I think most people put the Tzedash Yal on the left-hand side, even though the Mishpura appears all the way around. But I think nowadays, whichever way you, you do it, but automatically, you'll go to, the let's say, the left-hand side. And you're going to take out the wrong one. And just to illustrate the there's the, a the, 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 the machabe it's, it's brought down because it's this story um, I think I know I did see it inside in Sefer as well that uh, somebody writes he says that he once saw the Yosem Chayim on Rosh Chodesh he did exactly this he took off the and left lesson there. So he went up to him and this is you know Ravon Chalisoah he said do you mind me I just want to know is this a problem you know because of this halakha. So Rabbi Chayim Zonofeld he says said, he, said, he said you're 100% correct. And from then onwards, he said, Riyos HaKaim Zonoffel was always very careful to take off the Tzfidosh HaRosh, put it away before taking off the Tzfidosh HaLyad because of this halos. It's a race against time, but uh, because you've also got to start with the with the, uh, the Khazan. But, al Koponin, the main point is, when it comes to Tfil-in, that that's the one big exception to this rule of Eim Avin and al Now why is that? Why is it, if I take out the Tzfidosh HaRosh, they're not really the Iqubot. If you only have a Tzfil Hashel Rosh, you put on the Tzfil Hashel If you only have the Tzfil Hashel you put on the Tzfil But it's two mitzvahs, one mitzvah. So why is it, if I take out the Tzfil Hashel why is it that I don't put it on first? He might be in mitzvah. Says the Rashba, and now you know why. Because the shell Rosh cannot exist without the Shelyaz. If you put on the shell Rosh without the Shelyaz, even for one moment, it looks like you're saying, these kochis in the world they can exist without Hashem, which we know is not true. Therefore, you can never have, except if you've only got one Tzvila, that's... But if you've got both Tzvila sitting there, you have to put on the shadiyat first, and you'll notice when you take them off, which one comes off first? The Tzvila shal Says so the Rashmah, because the Tzvila Shaliyah, the shal can never exist without the shadiyat If you bear this in mind, you now understand, I think give you one example of what it explains. Is, medrash in Shashirim, which says that uh, when he went out to fight Midyon, so only the, the biggest Tzadikim would go out to fight. If somebody had even the smallest Tzadikim in his hand, he wouldn't go out to fight. And what's the example it brings? It's different whether it makes the brocha, he talks in between, but I think one year is he puts on the Tzvidosh Hashal Rosh before the Tzvidosh Shaliyah. Now why does it pick on that and that? It could have picked on anything he does up his you know his laces in the wrong order I mean wh- why did they pick on that one the answer is because if you're going out to fight a battle against the enemy we know our prowess is not the physical it's our position that we are Hashem is fighting our battle our kayaf the shalrosh comes from the shadiyat. if you put on the shalrosh before the shadiyat, then at least subconsciously a person uh, entertains this idea that we could just possibly overcome the enemy on our, on our own. That's why with Ammonik as well, the same idea. The Gemara the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah. What's God do with the hands of Moshe? Says the Mishnah, what does it say? When they looked up to Hashem, his, his hands, they looked up to Hashem, they were on top. When you're looking downwards, when you're looking to your own strength, Ammonik will overcome you. They're stronger than us physically. This is the idea. That may well be, because to us, we, 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 uh, we see the, uh, we see, to us, we relate more to, it's like my colleague, Beishele and beishama. Bishama may be a high kadusha, the they most take on, is a high, but to us, we relate more to Beishele right now. Same thing, to us, it's got to, I mean, based on that. But, uh, I mean, obviously there may be other ideas in this as well, this is just, uh, this is what the Rosh says. So based on this, we can now, we, sh- we should be able to answer our questions. First of all, it is finished we understand as the film of said just to wear black boxes doesn't mean a thing if you want the going to fear you it's got to be that they see they're not fighting you they're fighting Hashem so wearing black boxes doesn't mean anything the idea is you have to under, they have to see it is finished so you've internalized the message of the spin and what's that message? Then my coches and the rosh they come from the chuluk sivibedrai they come from Hashem Hashem the one fighting my Hashem is my, uh, then in which case the they'll be afraid of you and that also answers now we said uvizrayu uzoi, that refers to the filling. we said but and where do you bring a raya from the oiz is the tefillin it's from the potter that the nations will see you, that they are fit and they will fear you what will they see It is tefillin shabaroish so but it says uvizrayu Uzoi. The answer is Tosheth. The nations are going to see the spirit and Sheborosh. You don't see Hashem. It's through them. That's what they're going to see. But what is our might? Our might is of Israel Uzzai. It's the arm of Hashem. The Israel Uzzai, is talking our Hashem. The might, our strength, is actually the hands of Hashem. It's just that's not what the nations are actually going to see. They're going to be seeing, says the Rashford. He doesn't, he doesn't say it's answering this question, but it's Tosheth. That's what's going on here. They're going to see the spirit and Sheborosh. They're going to see all these curves, but they're going to see through that, they're going to see ah, that's Hashem. If you believe that, if you internalize that message, then the Goyim will also see that message on your face. They'll see we're facing Hashem, we're not facing a human being here. The Yorah Um and kind they will, they will flee. Because they're seeing they're seeing the eyes of that hand of Hashem, the oneness of Hashem and therefore that's why um, that's why they're going to be afraid. And it explains so many beautiful ideas. There's so much we could give a whole share just on the spill and then more than one share, but it, uh, I think we need to move on, so we'll, 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 we'll suffice with that. Omar Robin Bar Rav Odo. Top of Bob and Beat. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak says Rabbi Yitzchak. Anyone who is accustomed to come to Shul. The one day he doesn't come to Shul. Hakodesh Boruchu asks about him. Why isn't he there? Shenem, as it says, Mi bochem Hashem. Who amongst you is a fear of Hashem? Who fears Hashem? In other words, somebody who normally davens in shul. Shemea the. Um Hashem who listens to the voice of his servant. That asheholach ha That now, today, he went into darkness. They know no God, and there's no light for him. In other words, Yadam turns up to shul today. He normally comes. He, you're a uh, Yireh Hashem as the Lord that says Yireh Hashem as he's taken later on that refers to that Tephilo that refers to Tephilo Yireh Hashem is Tephilo I think Shema could have done, I think he says it's Shema but, but either way it's Tephilo and Hashem now he's gone to darkness so Hashem asks us then Says in the Gemara we're going to dash in that little bit there. but obviously if you go into a dark place there's not going to be light there what's Meaning, im mitzvah If you went to a nidvar mitzvah and that's why you couldn't come to shul, you went to a Dva mitzvah, then noegado. Then there will be light for you. If you went to a, a matter of Rashut, it wasn't a mitzvah. You went to see the business. You had then a Then there is no light for you. In other words, If you want to know why there's no light for you, it's because you went to a dark place. You went to a nidvar implying that if you went to a divine Mitzvah, it's not a dark place, then you'll still get the light. You'll see the success. We'll see later on, the Gomorrah stresses this idea. When it comes to business, when it comes to, if you want out Atsulachah, then um, don't miss shul as a result of it. That's, that's the basic idea he's saying. If it's a Dvar obviously Paranopsis can also be a Dvar Mitzvah. But if, in a case where it's a Dvar you won't get that Atsulachah by missing shul because of your Dvar if you go to a dark place, in Noga, in Noga there will be no guiding light. Why? Yiptach B'Shem Hashem. finishes off the posthum. My time in the Gemara says, what's Yiptach B'Shem Hashem? What's the reason Mishim Zahava L'ediptach B'Shem Hashem for L'obotach? Because he should have placed his betochen in Hashem, he should have placed his trust in Hashem and he didn't do so. Therefore, as the, um, as the, as the, as the, as the, as the, to if you put your trust in Hashem Hashem will look after you He'll be your mistah If you put your trust in yourself Hashem will say fine You look after yourself See how, see how you get on Wherever you put your betahakon That's why Hashem will let, let, let it run According to that Place that, uh, uh, the place the post it's, it's not a particularly popular Pesach um, on this so <laughs> the place can talk about it it's uh, I tell you what when we get to talking about Philip at Zibur more, maybe we'll speak about it there it's not always going to be a, a Dvar Roshul I mean that, that is the bottom line taking a holiday very often is a Dvar Mitzvah but uh, they, they speak about it so maybe when we get there we Rabbi Echanon says Rabbi Echanon V'shoosh HaKodesh Barchul Bob Bavet HaKneset when our Baruch comes to a shul but and he doesn't find ten people there, which we spoke about yesterday, uh, based on the Zayar, we'll go with Akshat for the time being, so that he comes along and there's no one there, there's no one of the ten there, not even one person to greet him, and the Yadu straight away, he gets angry, Shanem, as he says, why have I come? The Einish, there's not even a single person here, I have called out the Ein Eino, and there is no one answering. Now the idea is, Rashi says, the Ein Eino tells me, so we're talking about there is not the shiur, the Rosh is, it's on the side there, on the right hand side, shiur sheyuch lulah netzavar Kedusha. implies the number of people who would be required to answer the Rosh Like for Kedusha for Kaddish you need ten people. So if Hashem comes along and says, where are the ten people? As like I said, according to Isaiah I mean, not even a single person has turned out. But if it's one person say, so wait for the ten people. There's no one there. Omar Rebichelba anyone who fixes a place for his governing the God of Abram will be his aid when he dies they'll say about him hey, onov, vey, what about you know, wo- wo- to, crying over this humble person it's also an expression of like crying groaning over, the, over this uh, righteous person he's one of the Tamidim of Abram who we know was obviously a very humble person. He was also a chosid. He was the he was the icon of Chesed, which the two are obviously linked. How do you know that Abraham fixed the place for davening? The it because in the pasuk, when Abraham and Abraham got up in the morning, got up early in the morning, El Hamokim Ashe Omad Shom. To the place that he had previously already stood there. What do, you, what do you mean he stood there? The word amido is always the idea. That's why we call it an amido. That is always to fill as it says, and pinachas stood up and he davened. That's the way the Gemara, it, where the Gemara is Darshaning it. Whether vaifala just means literally davening is a separate question, because normally davening is always in the his pile, the reflexive. And they say it, here it's not because it doesn't really. elsewhere, I think it says it's a. Uh, expression more of making of breaches. But the Gemara here is darshaning it as an expression of Tfilah. Do so you see that Amidah means Tfilah? Avraham of went to the place where he had previously already done it. Do so you see that Avraham gives us this idea you have to daven in the same place. And therefore somebody who does so when he dies he'll be called the Talmud of Avraham who'll get the, the Hashem the God of Avraham will help him and he'll be referred to as an honor as a, as a prophet. So the Talmud of Inu asked. Maybe a question you're thinking about. I mean, this is quite an easy ticket to uh, being a Talmud of Avraham It means I mean, you can do whatever you want in life and just make sure you have a fixed place. And some people love this one. You know, they come into shul, they see somebody standing in their place, get out of my place. I mean, you know, a person normally walks out the door maybe. It's, it's, it's not the most welcoming. We'll talk about that in a second. You know, are you supposed to do that? We'll speak about that in a second. But it's quite an easy ticket. It says the Talmud of and that's, not, that's what it means. It means somebody who values tefillah. Well answer so? Oh. So wh- some new values to fill us so much, he says, that he's even makfir, that's what he says it means. He's even makfir to have a set, set place to dab. Right? So therefore he want, he's showing that he wants to make sure that his fiddles are accepted. And an absolute prerequisite for Phyllis being accepted as we'll see they send Phila the Ani is you have to be an honor Besides anything else, annobach not I'll speak to Anova is the idea that I'm nothing. If a person stands there and then stands there and stands there, that's not anova. That's everything belongs to me. I've got, you know, everything is me. Anova means I have my Daladama. Simply put, that's the, the idea of Anova. That could well be that idea. Where does crosses come from? They so all say, the Rez's Hamidi Rabbi says, anyone who's familiar with the ladder of Rabbi Tinachos Benyoye, the What comes after onov is chosses. So from onov, if you're already an onov, ultimately you must be a chosid. You must have eventually, if you've been doing this for a long time, you must have become a there as well. Okay. But the basic idea is, therefore, you should pl- fix a place for davening. Now, what does this mean? So there is an opinion, the Tommy D'rabbi right? This means not too much shul. When it comes to shul, you can daven wherever you want. It's all—it's all a place for davening, so it doesn't make a difference. It means if you're going to dominate at home, when you have to dominate at home, or let's say for women who have to dominate at home, whatever it is, if you're going to dominate at home, set a place for dominance. Make a place in your, in your house where you're going to set, sit or uh, stand and dumb. Um However, we don't pass it like that because the Rosh, Zagoris Maimonius disagree with this, and therefore we pass in like the Rosh, who says no. It means, he he says, but Dabka, not that. He says, don't think that it's enough, just say, well, I've got a single shul, I always dub in the north end, and that's enough. No. You have to fix a place in the shul to dub. So, in which case, when I come into shul, does that mean I should, I mean, even if I do it nicely, should I ask somebody to leave, be sitting in my place? So here it's important to know, that, uh, Morgan Abraham already says, within four amas, about two metres, I mean, it's quite a large distance, is considered the same place if somebody's sitting in your place stand next to him it's not the end of the world ok stand behind him within four Armist he says you can't be so exact anyway he says that's considered a single place but obviously it goes about saying um, at home as well this is the second point on the sheet here and again I will stress this has not been checked through it was piped up in a mad rush this morning but uh, before it goes on hopefully I will check it through um, that um, the, the point is that at home as well, says Mr. Brewer, besides anything else, so you'll have a, a spot where people won't interrupt you, you should also fix a place for dubbing. I believe the Chovet Chaim writes in his Sefer Torah of same idea for learning. You know, whenever you've got a spare moment to the of course you should be going to sit and learn. Have a spot in your house where you can sit and daven and learn. That should be your, if you want your Daladamasov of of uh, Kedushov, that's your little Mikdosh if you want that. So that's the idea of fixing a place for dubbing. Yeah? True. Good, good. Yeah. So, straight from you throw something out to your seat, then you're definitely not a chosid. Because a chosid a- is uh, so a shadi, we etc. we're right? here, shadi, yeah. shadi, yeah. That uh,
1: whatever's mine belongs to you. Another
0: thing I've told you about from my neighbors is when you start in, in life, you sit at the back of the shoe, and as you go on, you go forward over the
1: moon, you still stay at the back that's a
0: neighbors. Yep. True somebody who's moving up towards Mizrach, he's saying, is, uh, you know, gravity feels he's getting more important. If you stay in the one place where you've got to start with, he says, normally you start at the back, then, uh, yep. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so that's the idea of fixing a place. We'll see better, there's going to be another memorial over the page with uh, the power of, of uh, fixing a place for Dublin. Next memorial, Omer Omar Omer Avunah. Hayotu somebody who goes out of a shul. You're leaving shul. al yaf don't take large steps. It means even, I mean, even in you shouldn't run out of Shul. Because as Rashi says, it looks like it's a burden. All my is to as we just said, that's only referring to going out. But to come into Shul, mitzvah al There's a mitzvah to run into Shul. Now, some learn the chidash of that is, daska to run into Shul. But if you're running from the Shul to obey measures you shouldn't run. You still shouldn't run even though you're going to a Devar Mitzvah. However, the Mishra Proropastan is like the Morgan Abram. There's no problem. Which we'll see in a second. We'll come to that. Running to a Dva Mitzvah is never a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll clarify in a second. but let's, Where do we know this from? Shinem as it says, Let us run to know Hashem. Could well be, you could add, Lodah. Yediyah is always an expression of connection. Odon. That Odom he knew Es Which means Tashmish. It's an expression of connection. That's fiddah again, as we've discussed. So either you should run to to get connection to Hashem. Omar Rabbi Zayda, so Rabbi Zayda says, I'll take this further. Me resh, originally, when I would see the Rabbanon, the Qur'ati, the Pirikh of the they were running to Hashem on Shabbos. I mean, I used to say, used to, say to myself, that the Rabbanon are being Mechal of Shabbos. Because we know that uh, you're not supposed to run on Shabbos. Because, from you're not supposed to run on Shabbos, to Shabbos but uh, it would Shabbos once I heard what we just said that a person should always same idea, that the person should always run to the Deva The Afir of the Shabbos, and he added, even on Shabbos, Shemem as it says, Akari Hashem Yehu, He would go after Hashem, Yishog, He would roar like a lion, the game of the back brings end to the Pesach, but the Anon Amirahitna. I would also run to the She'er Teshul. So, first, first point is, does that mean therefore if you live half, you know, if you live a mile away from Shul, you've got to jog Teshul to the whole way? What does that mean, a part of the way, what, what does it mean? So now, the pre says, he says, well, there's no point in running the whole way to shul, because no, the idea is, it's clear, I'm running to the Dva No one knows where you're running. I mean, for all you know, you're running to work, you're running to, for a jog. I mean, it doesn't show anything. The Indian says the pre is only when you're coming towards the shul, not in the shul, you're never supposed to run in the shul, even in the dvar but as you're coming up this, you know, towards the shul, that last bit, bit, everyone can see you around the shul, then you should run. There's an Indian to run. Somebody told me they used to see Zion Berkowitz, Zekhan, and Bracha every day from his car, you know, he came towards eight time, he'd get out and he'd run to shul. Always used to run. It's like, as you come towards shul, there's an Indian to run. However, there are those who disagree with that. Um, and they said, no. Seemingly, they learn, it's got nothing to do with what other people think. You're running to a shul, therefore you should run the whole way. Now there is one point is, what happens, as Prima godam says, and what if you've got Talisman's filling in hand? You're walking sure shul with your fit in. Well then it's clear, even the, I mean everyone knows I'm going to shul then. I mean, unless you're on the way back. But, you know, first thing in the morning, everyone knows you're on your way to shul. So then there's an ian to run the whole way. Now it doesn't mean necessarily m'chuv to run the whole way. You know, you would have to kill yourself to, to get to shul. But, it's, uh, then the mitzvah would apply the whole way. Because everyone can see where you're going. I put it in brackets, I put this in brackets and I've left it, as I said, what do you think? because I'm, I'm not uh, attending the Taroch, I didn't even have time to check this out. What would you say on Shabbos then? I'm not, I'm not wearing a talis. I'm walking, you know, let's say to Mincha. Let's say I'm going to early Mincha. So no one would know where I'm going. So now, you can say during the week, say, if I'm walking to Mincha, no one knows where I'm going. Well, it's a machlokah, so it doesn't harm to run, at least I get some exercise. So I may as well run to shul. But on Shabbos, as we said, if there's no mitzvah to run, then it's an issa to run. So what would you say if I'm going to Mincha on Shabbos? Shabbos afternoon, early Mincha, so I could be going to lunch, I could come home from lunch. So if I'm standing outside the shul, so then there's an Indian to run, as we said, Yeah, there's an Indian to run, even on Shabbos. But if I'm going from my house, no one would know when I run down my road where I'm going. So would you say, as I said, I'm just raising the point, would you say, therefore maybe I shouldn't run then? If I'm late, I mean, if I'm late for shul, maybe it's a problem to run. Because, According to the pre appreciate to do with what people think, otherwise you've gotten that there's no mitzvah to run. So would that mean that on Shabbos you can't run because people don't know where I'm running? Except there's an mitzvah to run if, people, if there's no mitzvah, there's an mitzvah to run on Shabbos. What I said, I left it. What do you think? You can think about it. I oh, spoke about it. So again, that's that really what we're taking the Gemara here. So what I'm saying is, does that mean according to, to his other opinions? Definitely, there's no problem. Because who cares what people think? I'm running. I know I'm running for a mitzvah. And that's just that's what the Gemara sounds like. It sounds like as long as you know you're running to L'Dvar Mitzvah, who cares what other people think? And so there is this opinion of pre-show which the mission for mentions. Yeah. But what we're trying to do is, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to uh, fulfill all opinions here. Right? So, uh, we're looking for a way out of this. So, I'll leave it for, maybe I'll, people can try to look it up, and I'll try and look up, see if somebody mentioned this point. And it's that, according to the other opinion, you definitely don't have a problem. Of course, you should definitely run. You're late, definitely you definitely should. But I'm just asking, according to the other opinion, and Shabbos is a child of Israel, during the week either way, you've got no problem. What about on Shabbos? So, leave it. One point that Mr. Brewer does mention is you shouldn't run on a street, even if you're running to Shul, where there's a way Because People may get the wrong answer. You know, it looks like, it may look like you're running to, to, uh, to the base of a or something like that. Um, as I said, when in fact, one other point is the Mishnah Brewer says, just a more practical piece of advice is do not, no matter what, there's a Mitzvah to run the whole way, there's not. Don't stop on the way to Shul to have a chat with somebody. No matter how important it is, he says because inevitably people get caught up in a in a in a conversation like miss the miss therefore you shouldn't say so, get uh wait wait let yeah service you 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 would definitely assume that if it's for the bar mitzvah the only thing is, is does the running have to be a mitzvah and that's what I'm asking is it a mitzvah to run to shul according to the preacher there's no mitzvah to run if no one knows that you're going to shul it's only a mitzvah when people know you're running to shore it's got to be nikkah that you're running to shul that's what it sounds like from the preacher I didn't have time to check out more than this and uh, so I'm just raising the point maybe running if it's not nikkah it sounds like from the preacher there's no mitzvah could be there's no mitzvah ok And yeah. maybe may, may may I'm wrong it could be even point to him as, okay.
1: yeah. so
0: that's what I'm asking that's that's, correct that, that's, that's what I'm asking I'm as, uh, leaving it as a question I'm not saying one way or the other I'm sure it's talked about, well, for Dinaida, I'll try and check up, Dinaida for tomorrow. Maybe I'll, you know, other people will find, uh, find an answer to it. It definitely, one would assume, the as, as simple reason of reading the Gemara, is there's no problem. I'm just, it'd be interesting to see if it's talked about. Um, as we said already, when leaving the shul, you don't run. The one or two exceptions are, the basic idea is, if you're leaving for a Dva Mitzvah, then there's no problem. As I said, there are those who disagree, but the Morgan Mr. Burr, sides with this, no problem. So if you're running out of shul, to come back in time for something I'm running out of shul just to get something so I can come back and catch catch the you know <clears throat> it doesn't matter even even though some say it, I think it's Alech and Chamudus want to say it, but no one knows again same problem again no one knows it's not a science Morgan Abraham says it's not a problem yeah, for a couple of reasons he says you have to worry about it if you are running for Dvar Mitzvah maybe this answers our question again it's something to what people think um, then whether well, it's the same thing maybe not but then it doesn't matter. So if you're running out to go to Beit Hamadrush, you're running out to get somewhere and then come back to Shul in time, that would be allowed. But, as we said, not in the Shul itself. In the Shul you have to walk for a year says the Mishabur. If it's a Dvar Mitzvah, you could say taking the kids to school maybe is, a, you know, arguably is a, is a diva yeah, it's a Dvar Mitzvah. You know, taking them to Lantara, it's arguably, it's a, I mean, more than arguably. If it's, if it's a Dvar Mitzvah, as I said, not in the shul, to run out of the shul, we even take big steps, and besides that, there's a, a very interesting discussion, some of those, to take big steps. It means more than an Amos, more than an Amos, it's talking about Hilka Shabbos more, because it damages the person's eyesight. So the prima gospin speaks about how this fits with the Gomorrah, So it's like somebody who naturally has big, big uh, footsteps. Whether it's a mitzvah, it's not. It's not really our discussion right now. But uh, he, he speaks about this. This. Uh, this question. So,
1: that, you, uh,
0: that 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 is that is subject to to Mark Wick, That's what I'm saying. I think I think because they speak about it. Why? we just said, somebody who goes out of the shul shouldn't take big steps. Comes along uh, by and says, oh, that's only to go out of the shul. But to come into shul, there's a mitzvah to run. What's he adding? So he's adding the fact that it's a mitzvah to He could have just said, there's a mitzvah to run into shul. I, the, I mean, obviously we know we only talking about going out of the shul. We, that's what we just said, Hayate. So there are those who say, what, I think it's the Vilna who also mentions this idea, that, um, that it, there are those who are medaic from this, it's saying, there's a mitzvah, avalameal means, if you, I, think, I think it means to, the, the kithari is saying that there's no heta, to go out of the shul, even if you're going to a, to a besa is it's still a problem. Well, because filler in itself is, is direct connection. I don't know. He, he, I think he also is asking it from the, he explains, I don't know if it's for this point I didn't really read through properly what he's, what he's got to say there but yeah they take on anyway as you said no the following won't make a difference if you're running to uh, Deva Mitzvah it's all included in the Omar carries on the Gemara Omar Abi Zayro the Pirka the reward for coming to Esher Rashid Anzim means the main reward for coming to Esher is Riyatot is the running now he says an amazing thing here um Again, this I don't know how popular, how well this would go down, but Rashi says, he says, the reason is, I'll read it, can we can read it together. Iqarot the Firko on the right hand side. About, just over halfway down. Iqarot the Firko. Ika kibbal sachara briyaz. The main reward that people will receive. Harotzi mishma'at adrasham if he chochom, who run to hear drasha from the chochom, he sachara is the reward of the running. Sharei rubam enom mevinem, because most of them don't understand, to actually be it to get it all clear with clarity that he adds on that they be able to repeat it after a little bit of time they should get the rewards for the learning if you read that simply somebody wanted to say to me that meant that they, they, they can remember who said what I don't, it doesn't sound to me like that it sounds more like if you can't repeat what you heard in a She'er you know, a few days later I don't know what lachazman is then you don't get the reward for the learning. I, I could suggest why that may be, but it, it, to me it was, I mean, it was quite a shocking Kiddush. Like they talk about, if you don't understand what you're talking about, just to read, an, I think it's Morgan Abraham and whether that's cool learning. No, that's a separate thing. But he seems to say, you don't get the Tchad for Limud, if you can't repeat it over... I don't think... The Pashtus, he doesn't mean quite as you... Uh, literally, you know, if you, you've forgotten, you can't get it. It means Tchad, you're completely confused. That's the Pashtus. But there we says the main reward therefore will be for the running to the share. So there's good news for people to go to a sheh, fall to sleep in the share, you'll get the reward for the for the for the running. However, the Tesar says that's not what it means, ikra the Ferka. he says there's even rewards for the running. It doesn't mean to say that the there's even rewards for the running, and therefore definitely you get rewards for sitting in the share as well. But that's the, the first one. Omar Abayi, now says a Second wide, very wide line. the The reward for sitting through this, uh, as you said, the, the Shia they used to have on Shabbos before the, before the Regel, I think it was. But the Shia on Shabbos is duchakar, as we mentioned yesterday, because it felt very squashed. You said because the Mazikim uh, were there, they made it very squashed and it's not so comfortable. You get the reward for that. Omar the The main reward for learning is the Agir. Is trying to understand what's the reason behind it. Not just to learn superficially. The main reward is for the yigio to understand the foreign. It. He puts his yigio into it and he and he, he works hard. And he thinks, what's the reason? This not just to, it's just to accept like a you know like a parrot sort of thing to be able to repeat. So it's to understand to work at it. That's the main reward. Omar said, Papa, the They say this is a very important one as well. The reward when going to Beit i mean, the way the, the way most take on—is referring to somebody who goes to pay a shiva visit. The reward when somebody goes to somebody sitting shiva is to keep quiet. They say, you know, people go to uh, to uh, shiva; they feel they have to say something. Keeping quiet can often be the biggest. Uh, I heard this that um, piece of Kohen says. That, um, that, that when the Kotler family was sitting Shiva I think it was for Rav Kotla. Kotler the, which re- well, one of the Rebbers uh, Bolsheva rebels, uh, the Blushira, I, can't, I can't remember the name Bolsheva that um, he came in and he just sat there he sat there for 10 minutes or whatever and eventually he got up and said I'm walking in the and he went out and the family said that was the biggest Nukhoma we got why? said, because the very fact that he just sat there and said, there's nothing really I can say, that is the biggest nohomo. There's nothing you can say of him. To lose such a god and people say, you know, they're, they're trying to comfort. Sometimes the biggest comfort to be just to keep quiet. I heard this from a the time of Chocham as well, a very big time of I remember many years ago, he was saying to people, he, says, he just wants to, you know, people feel sometimes they have to speak, wait for them to speak, and then... Well, unless you know for a fact you can say something which is, but very often the biggest comfort is just keep quiet. That in itself can be the biggest mitzvah. Sit there and if they don't want to speak, they don't want to speak. So you say, I'm okay, and ask him. you sit there for a few minutes, whatever it is, and then get up and go. Unless you see the
1: key
0: to it. Right? Yeah. Omama Igra The main reward for a tannis is the tzedakah. I think there are some places now which do. I haven't seen this so so common, but it seems that in times gone by, definitely the end of the fast they make a communal collection because the aniim who's also been fasting that day, so they should have something to break their fast on. They say that is the most important. According to Rashi, that is the ikkar. If Rashi, that is the ikha reward to the fasters, giving the stock at the end to the aniim. Hamarav Sheshes <laughs> says Rav Sheshes, ikkar des de the main reward for a haspel is not that total, it's a very it's to raise a person's voice uh, in in a sort of crying out to make people to make uh, people cry. Because again, as we spoke about the main point of a haspa, we talked about earlier on Daph Gimel is that people should should be aroused even to all, to, to realise that you know that people will have to give reckoning, that's the most important part of a is to to arouse people, to give them a historic, rest, that's the most important part of the Hespa. Omar says, The main reward for uh, for a uh, tachasana is the work. We're going to see later on we'll speak about what uh, you know people who, who go to tachasana and they're not the same tachasana v'kalo. It's very, very important. The the Chai says he talks about he talks about people who don't dance at Takhasana, he justifies the mines the because he says he actually argues that dancing is worse. You make the matters worse, he thinks about why, if you want to take a look inside there, he's got a, a very interesting Kiddush there. But the main reward is, is to praise the Khosan, the Kala is to say, what was they to say? It says, Kala noeva Khasuda, is to praise, that is the most important part. He says, very often the dancing, he thinks that he's got a whole, uh, sort of philosophical idea, where he can actually backfire. But, uh, the, so therefore the main reward, is the words that we said that is Hashem we'll continue tomorrow we'll, we'll speak about the figure of somebody who in the wrong place outside of the shul what uh, what um, what that leads um, the person to be called